Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. One, okay. two, three, four, five, you can six, say anything. seven, eight, nine. My boot scooting baby is driving <laughs> me crazy. I've got a text. <laughs> You're listening to Bandwagons. Good afternoon, morning, evening. You are back listening to Bandwagons with your resident wagons, Fanula Jones. And Breed Brown. We're coming to you live from the Love Island Beach. Villa. Ian, Ian Sterling's next to us, literally. We're on the sea. Do your best, Ian uh, Sterling impression. Love Island. That was that really was, good. That was actually really good. Um, yes, we're back with another episode of Bandwagons. We're going to try and make you an expert on the things that everyone else is talking about. I'm sorry I laugh, but Breed actually just nearly spat water all over the studio. Yeah, so we're here to make you a couch expert in the topics that are water cooler topics, as the old saying goes. Yeah. Um, the things that all your mates are talking about at work, that uh, your mates that you don't work with are talking about. Yeah, a nice concise hour, so you just that's all you need. Like Absolutely, you- and you will be able to go in and shoot the breeze with whoever. And this week, we are talking about... A topic that is so very dear and close to my heart. Do it in your Love Island voice. What is my Love Island voice? Uh, I mean your Ian Sterling voice. My Ian Sterling voice. Oh God. Love Island. <laughs> it sounds like Lo- Steve McDonald's. Lo- <laughs> no, do you know what it sounds like? Uh, no lacking, no lacking. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we're talking about Love Island. Um, for the anyone, phenomenon. Anyone who doesn't know what it is, because we actually do have listeners that aren't Irish, which blows our mind. Love Island is a reality show in which hot, young, single people look for love. They are basically holed up in a villa in Spain somewhere um, and they are given games and tasks in order to try and find their like perfect match within the villa. Um, yeah. And whoever finds their perfect match wins. 
That's the game. There's actually a couple of uh, similar formats that um, American listeners might be familiar with. It's basically the same thing. It's there's a Temptation Island, <laughs> not as good Paradise a name. Hotel, Forever Eden, and Love in the Wild. They were all like based on the same concept. But they are actually launching an American one this year because a load of the English ones went over. It's an English series, oh, I should say as well, um, originated in England. Yeah, it's going to be on CBS. It's called really like Love Island. It's called Love Island. It's the same franchise. Um, in the same vein as last year, they had um, Australian Love Island, but it was just called Love Island. But it was like, oh yeah, it was in Australia. Um, so we're going to get our total fix this year. We're going to have the English one, which is the OG and undoubtedly the best. The Aussie one, where the violence is like turned up 800 notches. Ooh. Oh, there's proper scraps like. And then the American one, which I don't think is going to be as good. No, just Americans judging. are always less crack. Yeah, and I think it's just going to be... No, I'm I'm saying and this... saucy like. I'm saying this in the full knowledge that I I'm, I understand how reality television shows work and that they are... Uh, heavily, heavily produced. Yes, but yes. I think add America into the mix and it's going to be like... Have you ever watched the show Unreal? No, someone only told me about this recently. I would really recommend watching that. So it's like, uh, it's a drama series, but it's like the crew who work, like it's like a yeah. background of like people who work on like this Bachelor-esque show. I think I'd show. love that. I, I think you would. I want to start it again. I watched a good bit of the first series, but then didn't carry on with it. I think it's only like five series. It's like handy enough. Mm. Anyway, we're off topic. Love Island is back this week. It was back yesterday. When are we recording this? <laughs> it's back. It's back. It's back in pop form. To know, um, the show is back. Um, it's this. It's in its fifth series, as um, in the iteration of it just being normal people. Um, we've just uh, found out about the cast this year. There is an Irish girl. We're very excited. Ooh, Siri Breed. thinks you're talking to. Sorry. And uh, oh hey, my! Siri, there's an Irish girl. Excited. Three things are talking to you, and all married. There is Irish girl. Oh, and it's just reading back what I'm saying. Now. This is that's so weird because I put up um, an Instagram story talking about it the other week as well, and in it I said a word. I'm not going to say it again because I feel like it'll trigger Siri it. again. Series. That must be why. Okay, didn't it trigger must it there. Be, it must but be. it's obviously because Siri thinks they're saying Siri. Anyway, breed. Do you watch it? Have you watched it regularly? What is, how, what is your relationship to this show that is my reality television child? Yeah, the topic that made you famous. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, stop. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, um, I watched it last year. I will watch it this year. I'm try- I'm going to try not to be as like addicted in the way that like I genuinely didn't do anything at nine o'clock in the evening I would always like plan my life around it I'm gonna try not to do that this year I'm just gonna watch it when I can cause I don't I just let's see Sounds how that like goes somebody isn't a real fan <laughs> I didn't watch it the first year I was like boycotting it cause it was no big brother and you know how I feel about big brother mm. um, boycotted it didn't wanna know um, and just ignored everyone that was talking about it that was like the Montana season and that was season three that was the season I got into it because the gas thing is, like, I'm obviously really into it now, but my housemate Jack watched season two. Because um, I don't think it really... Like, it I didn't think it, take off till season three. It didn't really, really take did off it? until... I think season three was when it kind of started... The wave Blowing started up. to, like, pe- like peak, kind yeah. of. Or on the way to peaking. Um, I'm peaking. I'm peaking, I'm peaking. Um, yeah, so my housemate Jack watched season two and he was like, you need to watch it. It's really addictive telly, whatever. And Jack's and, like a tough critic. Yeah. Let me say. And for some reason, I was in this phase of like thinking that I was probably too good for reality TV or something. I don't know. But I was just really averse to it. And also, I don't think we had ITV2, which I will also that say was... That probably make yeah, more sense. Yeah, was no, a, that's why was I was a barrier watch to watching it. I probably would have watched it if I could have just flicked it on. But anyway, season three came around, which was the year Kem Satenia. Yes. Is that how you pronounce Kem. her name? Anyway, Kem and Amber won. 
Um, spoilers if you haven't caught up, but you should have. Um, I started watching it that year, and I was so glad I did because that's a top quality series. That yeah. is, in terms of the characters and the way things pan out, I think it it was great to watch that before it got too big because undoubtedly, like twenty eighteen season, like season four with Jack and Danny winning, that really was when Love Island exploded. I feel like yeah. I looked. Everywhere and people were talking about Especially it. Especially in Ireland, I yeah. suppose. And as you've said, and I know you kind of fucking, like, I'm not, I'm absolutely not taking this whole thing of like, that's how I got famous. But I started. But here we go. But here's how I got famous. Um, <laughs> I started, it was weird, but there, again, in Ireland, there was this whole community thing around it where I started talking about it on my Instagram stories. And I don't even know why, because it's not, like, me and my housemates are talking about it. I was talking about it to so many other people. I don't know why I thought anybody else would care. But I started talking about it. And then other people started like shouting me out. And now I have people who solely follow me on Instagram because of Love Island. And I've had people who've openly messaged me who haven't interacted with me for a year being like, can't wait for your Love Island stories. Pretty much the only reason why I follow you. And I'm like, oh, well, you've had to endure a lot of bad content in between. So, but yeah, like it completely blew up. Like it's probably, I think it was the most viewed ITV2 show, the finale last year, like ever. And I'd imagine like this series is probably going to top it again. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it blew up though, because like you were saying, up until last year, it wasn't aired in Ireland unless you had ITV2. I think last year was the first year it went out on TV3. Yeah. Or Virgin Media, whatever it's called now. It's Virgin Media now. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, let's not even go there. Um, But if you're unfamiliar... Love Island had a very different beginning. Oh, yeah. And Breed is going to tell me more about that now. This, I thought I was a lot younger when this happened. But um, Love Island originally came out in 2005. Yeah. I remember like lying down watching it. I thought I was younger, but I was a proper little 11, yeah. 11 12 year Before old. you carry on, wasn't it a pure like a Mandela thing? When I remember when season one of like regular Love Island was announced... A part of me was like, I feel like this happened before, but I have no proof of it actually happening. But it did in 2005, yeah. but it was a very different iteration. Yeah, but so they started out, it was called Celebrity Love Island. Originally, it was only celebrities. Um, as well, it stands now, not one of them was a celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> um, we use the term back, loosely. I, like, I have the list in front of me here. Um, the only person I really recognise off the list was Callum Best yeah he was the most famous on it by far I could not yeah. name you well was he famous before then though or was this how oh, I think kind of vaguely as the whole like stud I think like, it helped but yeah. I do think he was a little bit famous yeah fair so there was like um, Westlife's former bodyguard was in there <laughs> that is a stretch uh, there was a Hollyoaks actor an EastEnders actor um, an English footballer and then just loads of glamour models. Was there a guy called Paul Denan? Paul Denan was yes. the probably second famous. And I he's, only know him from Big Brother. Yeah, I only know him because he's been in other reality yeah. shows. It's um, mad. What does he do, actually? He's a singer, isn't he? he no, is, he was the Hollyoaks actor. Yes. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a mad joke. He was in Celebrity Big Brother a couple of years yeah. ago. And he just loves picking fights. Yeah. But anyway, he yeah, he was in the first season as well. Um, was Abby Clancy in it? No. Abby Titmus. Abby Titmus, that's who it was. What is she doing this weather? I'm going to Google her. She was the first. No, she was not the first to be evicted. Abby Titmus. Um, Abby Titmus. Abby Titmus. <laughs> she, oh, she's Abby down as an actress in this. Mary <laughs> Abby Titmus. May the youth. Abby Evelyn Titmus, also known professionally as Abigail Evelyn, is an English that can't actress. That be her real last name. Television personality, poker player. 
And former glamour model. Okay. They're all poker players. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Like um, model slash actress. Slash I don't know. She's 43 now. What the hell? Anyway, yeah. I remember her being in it, but I don't remember her. I only remember her as being in it. Can I don't remember her as any, like, having any other thing about her. Do you if know she like kind of looks picture like? picture of Abby Titmus, go over to our Instagram. She's, she's Abby Titmus at the 2008 World <laughs> Series poker. What is going on? Do you know what she kind of looks like? Do you know Spencer Pratt's sister? What's her uh, name? Oh, yeah, yeah. Not Stephanie. Stephanie, yeah. Kind of. She does a bit, yeah. Like a rounder. Not round, and like she's a rounder head in Stephanie. Rounder head. Anyway, can you tell... This is the one thing I don't understand because I've gone back to try and watch Celebrity of Island. Can I, I pause can- you there? I just saw who was actually another person that was in season one that oh. ties in with our last who episode. Else? Your favourite member of Atomic Kitten. Oh, Natasha! No, Liz McClellan. <laughs> Why did you say your favourite when we talked about Natasha in the last episode? I just—I actually do love Liz. She was on series one. Yeah. Mad. Who won? Um, I have it here. Jane Middlemiss and Fran Cosgrave. Your man, Westlife's former bodyguard, won with a television and radio presenter. Excellent. Yeah. Good but for that them. Was Are they still in love? No, doubtful enough. <laughs> Are they still alive? Even? <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, so that, that happened. And then... It didn't really blow up season one. Um, it wasn't. It was actually hosted by. Uh, do you remember Patrick Kilty? Yes, of course. Of course, I remember Patrick Kilty. What's he at these days? And Kelly Brook, um, who actually oh. hated each other at the time. Yeah, they don't look like the, two people who'd get on with no, each other. No, there was war, so they hosted the first season. And oh, it, sorry, so was Patrick like Dean Sterling, and then was Holly the host, or was Patrick Caroline, and then? I don't know if you can compare. I don't think it was the exact same format. Because like, that's, that's what I was about to say. I've tried to go back and watch it and I can't. I remember watching it as a child, but obviously I don't remember it clearly enough. But I can't find it anywhere and it's so frustrating. I really want to watch it back. Yeah. So it's, it wasn't exactly the same. So they spent like five weeks. Twelve celebrities spent five weeks on an island in Fiji. Fiji! Oh my God, the budget was huge. Yeah. Hang on here now. I have the... Oh yeah. So viewers... Um, I'm, this is all directly from the Wikipedia page just to quote my sources at least we're, um, we've done some research this episode <laughs> so for season one viewers would vote uh, for the couple they'd like to see in the love shack where you'd basically I'm assuming you'd see them ride what's, yeah but what's that room called now in this series the, the hideaway. hideaway yeah yeah oh, god I can't believe I didn't remember that you're just a love shack <laughs> you're just a feeling <laughs> just in the okay carry on hideaway hideaway love shack <laughs> stop <laughs> carry on um and then, yeah, so I, well, maybe it is the same one. I can't really remember how Love Island was. But I don't remember really remember them doing tasks or games. No. They probably e- did. It seemed, from, from what I can remember, it seemed like more of a Big Brother scenario in that they just kind of let them at it. Yeah, and then the, the, the contestants voted each other off. So, like, the viewers would vote, but then the... Oh, they had the, they final, had the say. final say. Yeah, is it still that way? No. It depends week by week. Okay, so I think that was the general how it started out. But the second season was the season I really remember. Which I don't was, remember the second season then. Yes, you do. They brought back people from the first season to shake it up because it was a bit. It was dipping a bit at the start. Bianca Gascoigne was in it. Oh yeah, and because Bianca and Callum got together then they, they won. They won the second. Yes, one. of so, course. They were together for a while. Yeah, so they brought Callum back to like shake it up a bit. Bianca fell for him. They won. Um, they also brought back Paul Denan <laughs> for a few for a, for a while. Paul um, and get a job challenge, like just a few other famous people that you might remember being on it. Shane Lynch, oh yeah, um, Brendan Brendan Cole, Strictly Come Dancing, 
Yes. He was on it. Oh he my came second. You, but that's so gas because I guarantee now if you were to ask any of those people, they would rather die than do it. It's yeah. that's so weird. Who Alicia, else? Alicia Duval? No, I don't. The big face, you do, you the, do. You can't just say the big face. No, of she have big has faces. the big face. Look her up there. Um oh, while right. I've did this. Right. Um I don't really let me see. A lot of glamour models, a lot of Hollyoaks actor, actors. Um, Do you reckon that's just the natural like life cycle of a Hollyoaks actor? It's like be in Hollyoaks for a while, get killed off or like go away for a while, do reality TV, get recast as a Hollyoaks actor again and then inevitably do another reality TV show. Yeah. Sounds like, like a, a butterfly really life. Sweet gig, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> 14 week life cycle. Like. Um, did you, were you a fan of the band Eternal? No. Alicia, what's her name? Alicia Duval. Yeah. American, wasn't she? What did Eternal sing? I don't know. But she, um, the, uh, Kelly Bryan from Eternal came second with Brendan Cole. So that was mad. They brought in like, so yeah, apparently it was a really boring season. They brought in a couple this of girl. house guests. Yeah, she's a massive face, isn't she? I would have said it was pretty right. She's not blonde. Looking at her now. I think I might have the wrong person. I anyway, feel like she's matter. on Big Brother. Um, um, they brought, so they brought in a couple of like house guests to okay. shake it up. They don't do that anymore, do they? Not really. One of the house guests was Steve O from Jackass. Who left the island because they wouldn't give him enough alcohol, even though he went in sober. So and enough, now and I don't mean to laugh because yeah, it I, must have been tough. Like I know, I think he was going through a couple of things where I don't think he was like he was in the process of being sober or whatever. Anyway, I don't remember any of that. No, I just remember the whole Bianca and Callum thing. But didn't they try to bring them back together in Big Brother then again? Yeah, a couple of years ago. But uh, they were just friends. They're like, yeah, oh, I know. we're just friends now. I know that made me so sad. I kind of wanted them to end up back together. But anyway. Yeah, so humble beginnings to what we know it as now, as this... Uh, yeah, back then, like, Love Island was only half... The, it only got half the viewers of Big Brother at the time. And it was going up head-to-head with it three nights a week. Why do you think it's so popular now, then? That's, I don't know, it's flipped. It's completely flipped the other way now that Big Brother doesn't even happen anymore. And even last year was the last one. I'd say it didn't even match up to the figures. No, not at all. And I think that's what they were trying to look at, even with the last few seasons, to try and do stuff to, like... Uh, mimic it but they also if there was a time clash there as well and I think yeah. they were just never going to win against them Yeah, just if anyone's unfamiliar with the show just to compare to some of the other things that Breed said like the celebs went in for five weeks last year the regular contestants for Love Island they were in for eight weeks Yeah, they were in for all of June and July no access to anything like the World Cup was on I remember and like obviously England got to like the semi-finals quarter-finals they got very far anyway and none of the lads knew and then they were told at the end it's mad but they're totally cut off as far as I'm aware the show is filmed in a villa in Spain yeah, as a, opposed to Fiji Marbella or Marbella yeah or Mar- one of them one of the ones that begin with them yeah um, it's filmed somewhere there they're totally cut off they have food kind of brought in you mentioned there about there not being a lot of alcohol and it's the same thing this series I think from what I've heard from tabloid reports they get two drinks per parties and again, if you're unfamiliar with the show, they do these things where they have like, they set up these parties where a DJ usually comes in and there might be like glitter or like painting. Oh, they do or all the like, slow-mo dance shots. Yeah, or it's like I dancing or whatever. Like, and it might look like they're all really hammered, but they're not. Like, they get two drinks. But well, I think... not locked on it last year. But this is Ellie. the thing. Some, uh, some nights, I think they let in more drink to make things kick off yeah. and manip- manipulate how things go. But also being in the sun all day... Oh, you gets you. Oh, someone who's drank a few pink gins at a pool. <laughs> let me tell you, not great. Yeah. Um, I'm obsessed with the show for a couple of reasons. I think it is. I think people are very quick to dismiss reality TV as I have been before, 
But Love Island is a lot more complex than that. And anyone who's listening who isn't interested is going to scoff. I don't care. If you even look at last year's series, we had a spotlight shone on issues that we've never had before in terms of the likes of gaslighting, emotional abuse. Uh, I think the conversations about diversity and body image always come up. And as much as I I don't think it's fair to have those conversations at the expense of someone else... So we'll just take for the example, there was a big issue last year at one of the contestants called Rosie, where she was in this altercation with a guy who basically gaslighted her, Adam. He's not a nice guy. Um, And it started this massive conversation online and everywhere else about the mental health of these contestants and how these things go on. And as much as I just said, I don't think the conversation should be at the expense of someone else. I don't think anyone can deny that it's really important that people are waking up to these issues. And I think it's good if someone can look at a situation like that and recognise it in a scenario of their own or their friends and they step in to do something about it. I think that's really positive. Yeah, I do feel like you're looking for the positive in it, though. I feel like there's a lot of negative. You're just like... There is a lot of negative. No, no, no. We're absolutely going to address the negative later. Don't get me wrong, because I like there are a lot of negatives. But I'm just saying in terms of why I really like it. Yeah, I think there's that. If you want to get pseudo intellectual about it, on a pure entertainment front, it's incredible. Like you will not get two more hopeless romantics as me and you in a room right now. Correct. True. But I can I argue that it's every episode is the same thing. Like there's it's just like oh will they won't they for eight weeks. Yeah. People are glued to it. Why? It's amazing. It's the same, but it's like, oh, it's I like him, but I don't know if he likes me. It's the same conversation every episode. It's because they are ne- they've are they nearly like tricked you into thinking that it's organic, that you're watching these people who've never met before and you want to believe that all they want is love and not the, what is it, £200,000? Yeah. I forgot to say that at the start. If you win, you get £200,000. Um, you get the choice to like, if you win, you get the choice whether you split it with the person you're coupled up with or you can steal it. Um. Like this Golden is, Balls. Yeah, like Golden Balls, the better show. Um, <laughs> it, it, this is the fifth series now. In no series has a contestant uh, taken the money and run. And ran and run. They've mm-hmm. all split it. I would love if that happens in I series. would love the it drama. as well, yeah. But I, I think it is, I think it's really good entertainment. I think it's seeing these people act in this kind of pressure cooker environment and seeing them if they are playing a game and trying to judge it for your, like for yourself if they are and how if it's the editing i i just and then but then you get the people like i go back to series 3 when you had like Kim and Chris yeah the, the best raps the best double like, act come out of that show and i absolutely yeah. stand by i think that, like whatever the reasons for going on the show i think they're two really genuine people yeah no i'd agree just from what i've seen them do since um such entertainment such funny like camaraderie I suppose from like a language perspective, I always find it really interesting when you like the catchphrases that come out every year, like being like, are you bantering, mate? Or like, do you know, my yeah, type on yeah. paper? And what else do they say? Um, proper decent. Pro- <laughs> I can't stop saying proper lately. Proper. Anyway. <laughs> um, I just, and you get, but you get these people most of the time from all different backgrounds. I think there's this kind of assumption that like, it's all like in the same way that like the celebrity one, it was a lot of glamour models or like you'd probably think this year or like People whatever. you want to see in swimwear. Like. Yeah, but I mean, Alex was a doctor in series four. We have a guy on it this year. His name is Callum and he's an aeronautical engineer. A lot of scientists this year. Yeah. The Irish girl, I'm going to pronounce her name wrong. I'm really sorry. You, you want? You want? You want? You're looking at me like it's my name. She's, um, <laughs> she's from, she's from somewhere. And it, she's from somewhere in Ireland, but she's a scientist. 
amazing. Yeah. Like, where did you get that rep? Like, you're getting people from all different walks of life. And then you're getting people like Haley who thought Brexit that she wouldn't be able to go what was it she wouldn't be able to go on a ho- she thought it? Brexit was going to affect the tree population in the UK yeah which I mean the trees the trees that's a great uh, Liverpool Liverpool <laughs> um, it's mad I just think it's really like I love my holidays I do <laughs> I I suppose with why I kind of found it more enjoyable than Big Brother was because I suppose producers did have more of a hand in what went on. Just yeah, even you, going back to, I mentioned there that like the celebrity series didn't have tasks. It possibly did, I can't remember. Um, but with Love Island, they tend to try and stir things up where they'll have like, really like basically like adult, not adult versions, because that makes it sound like porn, but like, you know, it's like kind of truth or dare stuff. Games, like, yeah, 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 and like kissing and like they do the lie detector stuff. And and then I suppose it brings me on when I talk about adult things. It brings on me on to this whole thing of like it's the only reality show that like actively shows people in so many in so many ways. Like they ride on national TV, like. Yeah. Beyond like Geordie Shore, because I know they show riding on that as well, but like Yeah. They're pr- they're pretty much like they're actors now at this point. Like they're not Geordie Shore. Yeah. Yeah. Would no. you agree? They're not like contestants. They're just like They're not competing for anything, which is the thing. It's like what links would you go to to find love? Or is it to find love? No, is it to find money? It's to find fame. You think so now, yeah? Absolutely. But like, the thing that annoyed me, like I obviously was glued to it last year um, and so were all my housemates, but I kind of just remember sitting there when it got towards like the last couple of weeks and just kind of screaming at myself, like why am I still watching this? Nothing is happening. Nothing has changed. But She's could you not argue the same with Big Brother? You're no. a big defender of Big Brother. And I, I would a big argue defender, that it's the same thing. I w- no, the conversations vary a good bit in Big Brother. Like literally all they talk about for the most 90% of the conversations in Love Island are, oh, I like him, but I don't know if he likes me. Or, oh, I just don't know if I'm happy in this cup. But it's always, always, always the same conversation just with different people. And I'm like, you always know where it's going to go. It's very predictable. Do you think... I know you're saying that most people go on out to find fame or money or win the prize. But do you think it's possible to find love out of it? Mm, Going by the the statistics, I would say no. Okay, well I'm going to counter that, right? So let's just go (laughs) through the series and see who's like still together in terms of winners or whatever. Yeah. Series one, Max Morley and Jessica Hayes won. Are they married? No. They split up after six weeks. Um, OK Magazine announcing the split says Jessica has, pursu- has pursued her modelling career and has listed herself as a model slash influencer on her Insta which is what happens when you break up with someone you have to automatically you have become to, an influencer yeah, slash poker player um, but the thing about <laughs> the thing about Max Morley is now that he is now dating Laura Anderson who was on series 4 oh the air hostess who was previously wet with Wes and got pretty much mashed around the really old series. girl no joking she's not really no, old we'll get on to that um, series two, we had Cara Delahoyde and Nathan Massey won. Um, they initially split after the show. Um, Cara found out she was pregnant with oh, baby Freddie. Excuse me. Um, and they got back together and they're married now. What? Yeah. Okay. And know. like very in love by all accounts. Um, from that series as well, we had Olivia Buckland and Alex Bowen, I think are their names. And they also recently got married. Olivia Buckland, was she, is she not in like... Something else since? No. Or she's she, not Towie. Towie. She's Towie, Towie isn't she? Because I think teeth? she's an Essex gal, yeah, yeah. Big like, big Nashers. Big Nashers. Good series, looking girl. Series three then, as we already said, Kem, Satenia and Amber Davies. They spent 132 days together after the villa. Longer than Kim and Chris. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately split. 
um, we'll remain good friends is what their breakup statement said and then of course the most recent series and probably the breakup that hurt me the most spoilers again uh, Danny Jire and Jack Fincham um, initially split not long after the show Danny announced on her Instagram and then seemingly the PR teams came in and they were like no 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 you need to get back together you've, you've a, a book, book to sell you've a book coming out so then she was like oh we just had a fight and I put it up and then her ne- dad, Danny Dyer, came out and said the same. He was like, oh, you know, girls, didn't he? Yeah. Thanks, you Danny. You know what girls are like. Thanks, man, Danny. Manny. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got back together. They did their own, like, Life After Love Island show where she said initially then, um, I'd rather just be honest and say that she effed up in that initial split. They got back together, but the minute the book was announced, or the minute the book came out, so she wrote a book called What Would Danny, what Would Danny Do? I also say wrote. We don't know. I, have you read it? I've started reading it. I've I started reading it. I, I believe she'd rather wrote it. Yeah, actually, <laughs> you're dead right. Um, but once that book came out, Jack put up a statement just basically being like, yeah, like we're not together anymore. And now she's back with her ex. If you still follow oh, her Oh, the dweeb. Insta, yeah. What a dweeb. A very, a very different looking guy to Jack, if you like, quite weedy. A weedy looking man. But I will say it's not really fair if he's at like, he was there before the fame. Absolutely, but I don't think we should, as much as, I know we're teasing him now, right, but I don't think it's fair to subject someone to that kind of abuse when it was like, Danny's made the decision to break up with Jack and get back with him, you know what I mean? Yeah. This guy's just been caught in the crossfire of this famous thing. Other people who've gotten married, actually, now that I think about it, um, series three, Jess and Dom. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Married and having a baby. Stop. But I think, and I've said this to people because I put it up my own Insta story and they were like, mm, it's not pe- a real baby. People, <laughs> No, people were like, do you think this is real? And I was like, uh, I think they're playing the long game. I yeah. think they know the more they do, the more money they'll get in terms of their online brands and stuff. And I'm kind of just like, fair play. They're playing the long game. Yeah. Hello there. Future Fanula coming to you live from Correction Corner. Though so this isn't as much of a correction as an acknowledgement that I forgot a couple. And that is Camilla Thurlow and Jamie Jewett from Series 3 who are still together. And came second, I think... Definitely top three. I'm open to being corrected on that. That is all. Yeah. You kind of have to be willing to stick it out. I really... There's a part of me that still really wants to believe that people go on looking for love. And that people fall in love on the show. I'm more and more sceptical and cynical as the series go on. And I said on my own Instagram story that I'm at a point now where I nearly think I would root for people who are only after the money and who are evidently only after the money because... I've rooted for the couples before and like where's it gotten me? Do you know what I mean? Any yeah. of the ones that I've liked they've all split up. Any of the people I know that have said they would go on Love Island though are not going on it for love. Fair. Well I mean okay let's if take If you a- were really going to look for love is it the show you'd pick? But imagine you'd exhausted all other options. What like first dates blind date <laughs> take me out. Yeah all I'd of go them. on any of them sooner than Love Island for really? love. Yes. Well, like, first dates obviously make sense because it's more natural, in inverted commas. But, yeah. like, I would look at it as, I'd say some people look at it as being a bit, like, an added benefit at the end of it all. The money, the fame, the cars, the clothes, to quote <laughs> They're all the added benefit. Yeah. I don't know. I think you're just being a little bit starry-eyed about it all. Okay, but, like, I'm, I'm taking my starry-eyed glasses off for a minute. Let's look at this year's cast. We're not going to look at all of them because I don't, I don't really have time and we don't really have, like... And we don't care. 
Yeah, we don't really care yet. <laughs> but one person we do care about is Dancing with the Stars professional Curtis Pritchard. Oh yeah, yeah. Is oh, on sorry, it. I thought we were talking about last year. Yeah, um, yes. brother of AJ. Gorgeous. He was. Um, <laughs> when I put it on my Insta story, they were like, "Oh yeah, he was the guy that was assaulted." Like yeah. that's what he, that's what he's famous for. It's and not for him being on Dancing with the Stars. He was Nora Casey's dance partner, and she set him up a little dance company, didn't she? Yes, I think so. But. When I put him up, people are writing to me being like, I, he's with some other Dancing with the Stars professional or he some was, other dancer. Emily, Emily. Did did they publicly announce their split? Yes. You know, did it's, they? It's online. Okay. Um, so I can't remember who put it up now with the whole cast list. Um, but it was like Curtis had previously, previously okay. gone out with Emily. Right. Okay. It seemed, it seems to me that the, he, it seems obvious to me that he hasn't signed up for love. And that's the thing where you... He just wants to be more famous than AJ. Yeah, and but like... And a- hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. A couple of people, a guy who wrote, who knows him wrote to me and said, he's a really nice guy, but like, oh, I'd believe it, I yeah. guarantee you, um, I'm like, I'm telling you now, he's done this to raise his profile, which like, fair enough. But they all have, yeah. Nula, they all have. Um, my friend, uh, Eve Rice Murphy, hello, if you're listening, she got on to me and said that she watched the two Pritchard brothers, they did a uh, Celebrity Hunted. I saw that, me and yeah. Lucy watched that. And at one point, one of the hunted people tried to like, piss, uh, piss Curtis off by saying that he was like, less famous yeah, than AJ, yeah. and apparently got really riled up about it, but now I mean, it's all in good fun and whatever, but it's another reality show, but like, I'd kind of believe it, I'd say he... Yeah, He's so done. AJ was on the run and they went to, to his house and like interviewed Curtis trying to get information out of him. Yeah. And that was one of the tactics they used. Yeah. I didn't, I don't remember it working, but maybe, maybe it did. Yeah. I don't know. I, I do think it's possible. I'm, gl- I'm, I'm sorry. Say if it. you want to find love and you're not in, in it to raise your profile, I just feel like there's several, many other avenues. Maybe, okay. Maybe you're not looking for love. Maybe you're looking for like, a boyfriend for like you're maybe you're looking for like a temporary boyfriend and it seems like great crack you'd have the summer of your life why wouldn't you how much you no. told me how much do they get paid a week as well you said this uh, off uh, off mic and you said off camera off mic a minute ago how much do they get paid a week I'm not too sure Alan from Headstuff was we were just chatting before Finula showed up 45 minutes late <laughs> no I'm joking oops um, and he said that whatever they got paid last year was like 100 and something pounds and now this year they're getting like 200 and something pounds and that's that doesn't include, like, their, like, hair and makeup top-ups, their, like, beauty top-ups. Well, they don't pay for those, I would assume. No, 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 they don't, but, like, I mean, they're, like... So expe- they have no expenses, yeah. They're, but, they're, like, they're, they're earning, like, yeah. minimum wage. Yeah, they're being fed, fed, watered, housed. Wouldn't, would you not no, do it? Oh, oh, would you, are you I honestly do telling it. me you would I would not do, do it. it, but not if my only, like, if my main intention was to find love, that would not be 
what I do. If my wedding intention was to have the summer of my life, that's what I do. Or if I wanted to get famous fast, that's what I do. Okay, say you're in their soul, and for whatever reasons, would you have sex on TV? No. Why? What if it meant, what if it was like, okay, Breed, we're actually just going to give you the money, but you have to have sex on TV. And they only show like, Five seconds of it or whatever, you know what I mean? And then no, they just, I just, they just make you talk it. about it for a while. You don't think it's worth it? No. You have to have a bit of dignity, like. Is it a case of dignity? Yeah. Like, is it it's just a bit of self respect? Like, I don't know if it's a case of self respect. It's more of it's just. See that. No, I don't think it's a case of self respect. I would say even it's more, it's a case of like how your own privacy and how much you respect that. Oh, what's the difference? No. <laughs> like, because I... now I'm sitting here like poking you, but like, I wouldn't do it either. Like, I yeah, wouldn't have sex like it's, it's porn, like. What's it's the difference? It's really porn. What's the difference? If you're up being offered money to have sex on camera, what's the difference? Okay, I phrase that badly, but you know what I mean, like. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't do it. It's mad. Do we know anyone I, that's auditioned? I have a suspicion. Do we have a suspicion about a friend? Can we, we, can we talk about it? Will we talk about it? Um, I feel like he'd only love it if we talk about him. <laughs> Our girlfriend, uh, James Hazlett. I, as far as I'm aware, he, he had every intention of auditioning for had this every, year. But was he not called up about being one of the people, one of the people to enter on later into the villa this year? Yeah, I feel like I'd heard that from someone. Don't know. So like, we really in, should have asked him. So <laughs> the initial thing is like, you were you probably saw that they were like casting probably right up until like April. But from what I understand, the later castings are for the people They're that ongoing. come in later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because when the series ends, the producers have an idea of who they want for the next series already. As we can already tell, because it's not as... Like, a part of me, I'd love to know if Curtis auditioned or if they were like, get on to Curtis, see what he's doing for the summer. You know what uh, I mean? He auditioned. He's not that He's not that controversial character that they would want to. To have scouted him. Yeah. In comparison to Tyson Fury's brother, yeah. Tommy, who's on it this series as well. Or um, Danny Dyer, who was probably scouted. Danny Dyer was... She was on another show. She was pr- yeah, so Danny Dyer was on another ATV2 show called Survival of the Fittest. Yes. She Battle of the Sexes? Survival, no, Survival of the Fittest. I don't understand that show. I couldn't tell you what, what happened. It was Love Island, but there was like... They had to fight. Bear Grylls. I don't know. Anyway, she twisted her ankle or sprained her ankle or something in the first episode and basically to pull out. And I think then ITV2 were like, you're guaranteed a spot on this if yeah. you want to do it or whatever. So that's why she got in. I don't know. Like, I, I, a part of me is like, Curtis would have heard the audition because it's not as if he wasn't... He's like, not, not known fi- in England. Like, he's yeah, only known in Ireland because of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. I don't know. It's It's interesting. I'm... Yeah. I'm definitely going to watch it. I've no qualms about staying in six night, nights a week. I've said it on my Instagram story. It's like dry January, but in the summer. I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to spend any money. I'm not going to drink. It's going to be great. Or you I'm will, sit but in. you just have to be back by nine. Yeah, I'm going to sit in and talk to my internet friends. Like, it's going to be great. I The only thing is, the gold thing about this year is that I'm not away for as much of it. I was on a week-long holiday last year oh, and yeah. wrecked. I was on a lad's holiday and I would come in drunk and watch it on like a dodgy site. No guard the rest of me, please. Um, and and I would do my Instagram story in the morning and the lads would just rip the absolute pee out of me because they were just like, oh, doing your Instagram story for Love Island. Like it was bizarre. But that's how committed I was. And that's how committed I will be this year. I can't wait. I can't wait either. Um, you previously alluded to it and I don't want to... This it, There are a lot of problems with Love Island as well. As much as I want to sit here and defend it, there have been a lot of controversies. 
throughout the year. And it's something that tra- they're definitely trying to address with this series. If you're unfamiliar with what I'm talking about, there have been three deaths associated with the show, I believe. Um, three suicides. Of former cast members. Of former cast members. Um, Sophie Graydon. I can't remember what season she was on. It might have been one season two. two yeah. One or two. Um, she took her own life last year after struggling with anxiety and openly speaking on social media about the dark place she was in and the negativity she was dealing with as a result of being this character, I say in inverted commas. And then less than a week later, her boyfriend, Aaron Armstrong, also took his own life. Um, and were they together since the show? I Not since the sh- They didn't meet on the show, if that's what you're asking. Um, but they had been together a year. They'd been together a while. So he wasn't on the show? No. Okay. He was just a regular person. But it openly, like had openly acknowledged that she was also dealing with stuff, but was obviously just completely devastated about what happened and yeah. just totally unfair. Then uh, later on, uh, later on last year, uh, season three's uh, Mike Callas, um, he also took his own life, um, much to everyone's. I remember being told about it and being like, what? Like, what the hell? Yeah. He took his own life so young. So, so, so young. Sophie was 32. Aaron was... 25 I don't have Mike's exact age but I think he was 20, 24 25 as well which is it's a bit, a bit of context in this I'm 23 you're 24 yeah I'm nearly 25 that's such a, so young such a, so young an awful 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 loss of life and when everything happened a lot of contestants came out like Dom Lever who I spoke about previously he came out and basically said that if you're not making money for ITV there comes a cutoff point for you where they don't care anymore um Montana has openly spoken at Montana uh, Brown from season three. She would have been good friends with Mike. Um, openly spoke about how the media portrayed him. Uh, Mike earned this moniker from the show of Muggy Mike. And I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I never used it. I, I did because he became this pantomime villain of the reality show. Um, but it unfortunately stuck with him up until his death when papers were reporting about him as Muggy Mike. As if he didn't have yeah, a name so beyond sad. that. It was absolutely nothing short of a trollic and fellow cast members came out and said that that it was it was really unfair and they also came out to say that like the support wasn't there Mike went from the show into Celebs Go Dating started a relationship with Towie's Megan McKenna was he on Towie? Do you watch Towie? I don't I don't watch Towie they broke up he was starting a new business and the argument has been that once the show is over there isn't a lot of financial support there financial advice I mean they always talk like the producers and ITV always talk about counsellors and whatever but and I probably mean, not even media training uh, but that's the thing as we mentioned already you go in and you are in this pressure cooker where it is just you it is just you and these people you've never met before and then you're living in such close proximities and then you come out and this whole world has existed for eight weeks that you've forgotten about and you have to try and reacclimatize to that while also having like one and a half million Instagram followers who just want every single bit of you, who have all this access to you that you yeah. might not want to give them after going through this crazy eight-week process. There needs to be more done. And they are doing more, and I'm glad they're doing more, but there has been the argument, because ITV have cancelled uh, the Jeremy Kyle show in recent weeks, yeah. there's a lot of people saying that it's hypocritical that Love Island hasn't been cancelled as well off the back of these deaths. What do you think? I don't think you can compare. Like, I think Jeremy Kyle was doing a lot of bad work for a long time. A lot of bad, like, doing a lot of damage to a lot of people for a long time and taking advantage of people. I 
um, I think it's apples and oranges. And yeah. as much as I don't want to be like, because I'm obviously a fan, like I am biased. What Jeremy Kyle did was explode the most vulnerable people yeah. in British society. I think you and none of us were obviously extremely privileged that we'd never be in a position touch wood or that we haven't been in a position where we'd feel like that our only way out was going on Jeremy Kyle. Yeah. Um there are a lot of issues and I and I've said this when I've talked about it with people when people have said I don't know if I can watch it given what's gone on and I've openly said to other people that ITV have blood in their hands. They absolutely have blood in their hands. They should have seen this coming from season three and there should have been more done yeah. in terms of aftercare. These aren't characters. These aren't contestants. These are people. Yeah. And as much as people are going to be like, that's pretty hypocritical, Fanula, because you have no issue like teasing chatting, people chatting them on Instagram. But it's definitely something I'm going to be more mindful of because they are people. Like, who am I to sit here and poke fun at anyone's appearance? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's... It's or you've done even appearance, just behavior, any or anything like yeah, exactly. And I've no idea what it's like to even be in the environment of Love Island. There are issues, and I think they are working to rectify them. I don't think it's a case of too little, too late. I think it, a part of me is like better late than ever, but it should have come sooner. Even on season three, at one point, Kim and Amber had unprotected sex, and Amber needed the morning after pill after. And that Did was they kind air of, that? They didn't air it, but it came out after in the tabloids. But I would have nearly respected them more if it was a thing where they had... A conversation. A conversation it. in the beach hut with Amber about... You know what I mean? Like, I mean, not to, not even to be patronising about it, but like, obviously things happen, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But we should all be practising, like, safe, responsible sex. Yeah. And again, with this, I've said it to everyone that I wanted that going into this, the only way to save this show was for them to be as transparent as possible about the processes that they were putting in place to protect their staff, which is the cast. They are going to be their staff because they're contracted after for meetups and whatever else. Um, And they have been. I'm actually going to read out. So this is the duty of care for this year. It's way more extensive, in my opinion. There's a lot of new procedures um, upgraded provisions will include a minimum of eight therapy sessions for each islander and their return home, as well as a proactive contact, as well as proactive contact from the team, the Love Island team, for a period of fourteen months afterwards. The show was challenged over its support procedures following the deaths of two former contestants. The Love Island production team has worked with mental health specialist Dr. Paul Litchfield, a former government chief medical officer, um, ahead of the twenty nineteen series to independently review review the show and help. Evolve and enhance Love Island's duty of care arrangements. I have re- uh, This is what Dr. Litchfield said about his involvement. I have reviewed Love Island's duty of care processes from end to end and they show a degree of diligence that demonstrates the seriousness with which this is taken by the production team. There's a full list. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it on the Instagram as well. And I said to people, I was like, I don't think they're going to be transparent about it, but I really hope they are. And I'm really glad that they are because... It's again, as I said, it's all on good to be like, well, there's counselors there, they can go to them if they want. Yeah. These people are so young, they might not even realize that they need w- it. That they need it, absolutely. And now I did talk about this with someone on Instagram where it was like, I they were kind of like, I agree, there needs to be a duty of care, but to what extent? Like, you can't force people to go to therapy. And you can't really stay on their backs forever either. Like, at what point do you cut the. the no, absolutely, Cord, but I think you know? I'm not fully sure of the the ages of all the casts involved of all the cast members now. But I mean, if I was to go in there now, like obviously I'm not working regularly, right? I don't have like regular income, and I'm like I, you know, like maybe I'm not the most off a with money or whatever. 
That's that's my way of saying I'm bad at money. Um, if I was to go in there now and won or did reasonably well, not even if I won, because most of the people who reasonably well also go to make millions or yeah, hundreds of thousands. Yeah, way more than the prize money. Yeah. I would not I would not have a clue. And I can only imagine if I got into the hands of a management team or a, an agency to represent me, if I got into the hands of like a bad one of those who had bad intentions for me, how yeah. I couldn't end up down a line like Mike where he was struggling with money. His thing seemed to be money and dealing with it and that management side of things. I can only imagine like. Yeah. You'd have to, ju- I'd just have, have to give it all to my mom and like get pocket Yeah. Literally. <laughs> get, a, get a tenor week like for Yeah, I'd actually, you'd blow it. Like you'd go mad. And then it's the lifestyle as well. It's the drinking and it's the partying and it's the, you know, you're living the high life yeah. for however long you want it, you're, you can or you can afford it. Speaking of drinking and partying, we met Wes and, and Josh, Josh at the Nasty Gal uh, Louise Cooney collab launch. Yeah. Was it last year or earlier no, this year? Earlier this like year. A couple of months ago. Yeah. Um, they flew in. Um, Wes squeezed a load of girls' arses at the party from what people said up uh, in the bathrooms. They were... Not a load of girls. Sorry, before I we get sued. Um, there was one girl in the bathroom being like, oh my God, can't believe you squeezed my arse. And she was like pleased about it. It wasn't in like a weird way, but they were... I did. I wasn't very warm. I was to disappointed them. too. Yeah. yeah. So this wasn't long after Wes Nelson had done Dancing on Ice as well. And yeah. I don't think Josh was long after breaking up with Kaz, was he? Uh, was I was. Ah, like, uh, sorry. Was no, March, it actually would have been March, a while. Was it? We didn't talk to them for that long. Um, I'm going to say because not they didn't way. talk to us. They weren't interested in getting into us, and no. that's <laughs> that was it. Don't know why? Because we're had, so funny and good looking. I had a bag of pig and mix, and we went up and said, "Hello, lovely to meet you. Can we get a picture?" Yeah. yeah. And he just stuck his hand in the pick and mix, started eating them and like put his arm around me just like it was very like... Josh was nicer than Wes. Josh, Josh was, more was nicer but still like only because we had jellies. Like The one thing I will say then again is like this is their job. They are technically it was very working. For, like it was very, what's the word, like practice. That was yeah. just like, they, they didn't even say yes to the picture. They just kind of turned and had their arms in their poses yeah. like. Yeah. It was very like, yeah, let's do this and get it done and... I had previously met as well when I was working with Daily Edge. I did a Mr. and Mrs. quiz with Adam and Zara. Oh, yeah. They're broken up now. Um, they were really nice. They were really, really nice. Adam more so than Zara, I would have said. Um, he is a charmer, though. He's a charmer. He? That's the thing. Is He's a dodgy man, but by God, and he can talk to someone. And that was fresher off the series. Like yes, they, were, they still... were. It was for the launch of the Aussie one, but the English one was still on. The English one was still on. Yeah, so they were not as uh, like numb to it all. I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they were. Yeah, but they were still. They were still quite nice. Um, Kelly Early, who I used to work with, um, she met Haley, who when she wasn't long out of the I'd island as well. She, was she nice? Really nice, but like kind of just as you see her on screen. That's the one thing I can kind of admire. Yeah. Whereas like Haley definitely went on for fame. Haley Hughes. Um, but like but not in halfway. She's she's a bit like mm, the lights are on. Is anyone home? Jury's still out. You know. Yeah, what, I mean? what did we just say about talking shit? I know. I'm sorry. We're hypocrites. Sorry. Actually, before I even ask you that, that actually ties into something that I want to talk about as well. In that, the show has been kind of dogged with controversy as well about the fact that the cast hasn't always been very diverse. Or do you know what I mean? If you think about last year, it was like out of the main people. Samira was the only like woman of colour bar yeah. before Kaz came in and even then there's this whole issue of like colorism in that Samira is obviously like you know like yeah. there was this whole thing that people didn't go for Samira because she was like 
darker skinned or whatever. This year they seem to have made a real conscious effort at at least kind of being closer to 50-50 in terms of uh, people of colour and whatever. But there's also criticisms of the fact that all the body types are the same. I saw one girl that was a bit bit of a thick uh, gal. A thick gal, yeah. She was gorge. I know, but I suppose... But then it's like, oh, I saw one bigger gal. Absolutely. Like, like Alex. Yeah, yeah. Know? And it's um, it's not... Re- and even Alex is a size eight. You know what I mean? Alex isn't plus size. Ah, she's like. stop, is she? She is. Yeah, yeah. She's Oh, she said it previously. Like, she's a size eight. Like, What are the rest of them if she's a size eight? But that's the thing. So, like, it's the, they're obviously all... I thought all, she was a 12. No, no, no. She's an eight. Not that it matters, but like... There's um, It's this thing of, like, they're... Because they're in bikinis all the time and they obviously want but I mean that's what we subscribe to we subscri- subscribe to see the, absolutely the idea of like angelic looking people hot fish good looking young yeah girls from everything, all over Ireland yeah everything we're not like yeah. but I actually thought um, broadcaster Louise McSharry she made a really good point about it on Twitter this week she's obviously plus size has spoken openly about fat fashion and how we could all be doing more and Whatever, and a lot of people have weighed in, and a lot of other plus size activists have weighed in and been like, "Hmm, this kind of isn't good enough." Um, and again, it's very easy for me and Bree to sit here and be like, "Say this, where we obviously have a lot of thin privilege." But Louise made a point, oh. which I, which I think is, <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, Louise made a point, which I think is very fair. Um, I'm probably the same size as Louise now. No, on. you're not, Bree. Okay, grand. <laughs> you're literally not. But anyway. Yeah. Louise made the point that if they were to cast a whole cast of plus size people or maybe introduce like one or two plus size people, that they would definitely be exposed to a level of fat phobia that ITV are not prepared for if they're trying to keep in line with this new duty of care thing and they're trying to mind the contestants. Like if you think about, I don't know if you've seen it, I see it with a lot a lot with brands. When they, on Instagram, when they put up a post where like a, like a fat girl is... It's like wearing shoes and it's like, we love X wearing these shoes, whatever. And the comments will all be like, unfollowed, promoting obesity. I hate you, Nike or ASOS or whatever. And Louise made the point that like, of course, so this is a quote from her tweet. Of course, I would love to see a plus size babe rule on Love Island, but I would not love to see if, I would not like to see it if said, turns page plus size babe was ripped to shreds yeah. by every football avatar lad on twitter fair yeah. you know what i mean yeah and i think we ain't ready for it like like imagine if you were um a fat gal and you went in and you wanted to find love and you and again this is the thing where you're in your own echo chamber or whatever it is you've no idea what people are saying about you you've no idea yeah. for the most part you don't know how you're looking on camera again for the most part unless you're really, really clever or you've been coached and then you come out, and even again, it's not about how you act or look on camera. It's this attitude that people have towards fat people where they see them as lesser than thinner people. Yeah. So you can imagine, as much as I would like to see people that look more like me and look more like Louise and look more like uh, any of the body positive actors that I follow, I think but we're a bit off it yet until the audience that watches Love Island, which is predominantly like 500 people, until they cop on... We're not seeing fat people on Love Island, unfortunately. Yeah, but also we're not seeing ugly people. We're not seeing no, genuinely like mm, that's well. We're no, genuinely we're not seeing oh, yeah. like ugly people. We're not seeing fat people. We're not seeing people with disabilities. Yeah, so uh, you can't just like fo- you, well, you can't just hone in on weight. No, like, no, no. But I will say again that like you could make the same argument probably about um, less able-bodied people because that yeah. like you will, and again with this audience 
unfortunately, and with a lot of audience, there's always a minority who are going to hone in on that. Yeah. And you could have, they'll find have, the person who's different and abuse them. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can have black people on it. You can have plus size people on it. You can have gay people on it. But there'll always be like a demographic that feels like they're not being represented in those shows. And at the end of the day, we're like, the what we bought into is the ideal vision of these like gorgeous people on a beach. Mm. So, I just think people are a bit touchy. Yeah. As much as I'd love to see it as well, but I just don't think that's what the show is trying to sell. I us. would make that argument again as well, but again, I don't want it to seem like that I'm trying to be like, hmm, angry snowflakes. I totally understand that. And it, and again, we're coming from a place where it probably doesn't matter to us because we see ourselves more in these people that are already on screen. Let's just go back to what I originally asked you. Just off the top of your head, who do you think is going to win? Um, Let's make a bet. Let's make some kind of wager and we'll see. I like the girl with the mad curly hair. I don't know what her name is. Amber? Is it Amber? Yeah. She's like a gorgeous, like yeah, really yeah. curly afro. Yeah. And, or Curtis. Yeah, I think they're going to shoe in Curtis to do well at the very least. He's a little cutie patootie. There's a blonde gal called Amy, who I'm enjoying. Um, she had this quote on her VT where it was like, I've kissed so many frogs, I should have a degree in pond life, which I appreciated. Bit of comedic relief. Um, and just... I don't know why, but I'm vibing towards Sheriff. There's a guy called Sheriff on it. Uh, um, who shot the Sheriff? Who shot the Sheriff? <laughs> I'm, I, I think he could be a dark horse. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm really not vibing towards any of the rest of them. I do like Amberzel, but just to play that as advocate, I'm going to pick someone else. Okay. Um, anyway, um, I'll be on Instagram. We'll be on Instagram. We're going to do a couple of little like viewing things, maybe, for the show. We yeah, are, aren't we? Sure. Why? Yeah. Just, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, if you have any thoughts about the show... Contact me, contact Breed, contact the account. We'd love to hear from you our Bandwagons podcast on Instagram. Yeah, do. Um, I, are we ever going to remember Randall? Probably not. Um, so Breed's just going to bring us through the mini Bandwagons to round us out this episode. Breed, hit me! So I did these very last minute as per usual. And the first mini Bandwagon of the week I have is this Instagram account. I I don't know. Fanula J. I love her. No, it's Nori's Black Book. Have you? Oh, so good. It's so funny. So good. So it's uh, it's basically a parody account of Northwest, like Kim and Kanye's eldest child. And she puts up like videos and pics of her with the fam and just puts up like really sarky captions on them. And it's like, she just really just rips the pit. Like, it, I know it's not really her, but they, it's so funny. Like, it's just, I it's can't so even good. describe it. I could read them out to you now, but it wouldn't come across no, as funny. No, no, no. We'll, we'll put a few up on the Instagram. Yeah, it's, re- it's really worth a follow. The Kardashians have replied to someone that was there and posted them. Like, really? I, which I can kind of appreciate that they have a good humor about yeah. it. I think Chris or, mine, I don't think it was Kim. I think Kim's a bit drier. But I think Chris or Chloe has reposted one of them before. Like. Yeah. But even, like, if you hate the Kardashians, it's really, like, it's funny. Oh, you and if you love, love it if you hate them. And, and if, if you, you like them, it, you'll also love them. Exactly. It's a win-win. What's next, Breed? Um, on a completely different note, there's a new HBO series. <laughs> this uh, is such, because I read it on the back of your sheet, this is such a 360-like. <laughs> Stop reading my notes. Uh, <laughs> there's a new HBO series on Sky called Chernobyl. Yes. Uh, obviously What's about, that about? About the Chernobyl disaster 33 years ago. I'm um, dying to watch. I've heard nothing but good things. I watched the first 15 minutes just in preparation for this mini bandwagon. And it was pretty good, yeah. Is it very intense? Um, It's quite intense, yeah. It's good, though. It's kind of... It's it's quick pace. Like, it's fast-paced. There's only three episodes. Yeah. Um, they're all like an hour long. This can be your light and dark to Love Island, your yin and yang if you yeah. need to balance things out. Um, so it's HBO, but it's on Sky. If you don't have Sky in the house, you can download the Sky 
app, Sky Go, and you can watch it on your phone. Um, I would also really appreciate it if someone could tell me who the actor is at the start. I really, I was like, oh, class, Tom Selleck is in this. Um, it's, it's not Tom Selleck. It's not Tom Selleck. Okay. I don't know who he is. Please, someone let me know. Is there anyone else recognisable in it? Um, Emily Watson. Oh, gosh. Yeah, she's in it. And um, one Very of good. the Skarsgårds. Oh, they're all really good looking. The dad. So. Oh, maybe not so. Maybe the dad. Or <laughs> not him, he's just He's older an older one, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, I think he might be the, the dad. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I've heard very, very high praise about it in work. So that's Chernobyl, Sky Atlantic. Yeah. 9pm. I don't every... know what time. But well, you can get it on catch I think it's happened now, but you can get it on catch yeah, yeah, or stream it somewhere. Okay, so my final bandwagon is a new dating app. Um, if you are, like me, sick to bits of Tinder and cannot figure out how Bumble works for people, you might like this one. It's called Hinge. Oh, Reed! I knew this was going to be it. This is an all over Instagram. I've been flat out giving out about it. Have you? Have you not been assaulted with SpawnCon of this? You can hide them, you know. Can you? Yeah. You just oh hide. man, I'm such. A, yeah, I should have done that. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. How does it work? I'm interested. So it's it's kind of it's different to Tinder and Bumble in that it's not like a mystery of who likes who. It's like a profile comes up. You say if you like it or you exit away. And you never have to see it again. And if you say you like it, it comes up in that other person's likes. So they'll they'll see like, oh, Fanula liked you. And then if you, they like you back, then you can start up a chat. So you'll see it as opposed to like with Tinder, like you. Yeah, you'll okay. see it. And also there's more interaction on your a media profile. So like they make you put up three, like three, they make you answer three questions in between all your pictures. So you can have like a, a fun fact or like a fucking, um, uh, like a great first date idea or the whole tagline is is that it's a dating app that's made to be deleted yeah it's but it's big in america i've heard big things about it yeah that's mainly where i've seen it as american influencers like where they love like cups or bags that say hinge and they'll be talking about how they met their boyfriend on hinge and i mean i'm skeptical but like I, have you signed up i've signed up and i can you do a weekly series or the, the podcast isn't weekly so i don't know why this would be weekly but can you do a <laughs> fortnightly installment while you're getting on uh, you do realise we only started this podcast so that we could get you a boyfriend <laughs> no we didn't we don't surprise it doesn't work if you tell them <laughs> um, yeah maybe we'll see um, yeah no I've I really really don't enjoy Tinder or Bumble I just are you enjoying Hinge so I'm far? enjoying Hinge so far are you finding there's many people on it more than I thought more than a woman more than I thought a lot of Irish people oh okay. not as not as mixed as Tinder and it's not the same crowd you'd see on the other two no Okay, which is good. Um, let us know if you see Breed on Hinge. <laughs> give her a double tap. Give her a like. Give her a whoop whoop. I don't know what you're doing. One now. of my fun facts is that I don't believe the moon landing happened. Oh, <laughs> that's another episode for another day. Um, guys, cheers for listening. As I said, join in the conversation on social media. We are Bandwagons Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram. We have an email. Nobody contacts us there, <laughs> but I mean, feel free to. Um, I'm at Fanula J J A Y on Instagram. I'm Breed Boo uh, B O O on Instagram and B O O O O on. Twitter. Oh, oh, B O O O O. Because some bot took the original one. Rats. Um, mm. Let us know who you think's going to win Love Island or who you're loving and who you're hating. Yes, really not who interested. You're hating, probably. If you're watching, let me know why. If you're not, let me know why. I always find that really interesting. Um, yeah, I've loved doing this episode. Thanks so much, Breed. Thank you. Thank you for showing up. <laughs> <laughs> I might have been late. Five minutes later. I might have been late. Yeah, thanks so much. Uh, like, rate, subscribe. That helps us a lot. Uh, wherever you're listening to this, we really appreciate it. Send it on to your friends. Actually, on I should have mentioned this when we plugged the social media, but we're really close to a thousand followers on Instagram. Oh, yeah. So 
I mean, get it up, get it up, moving on up. Okay, um, we're signing off now. And um, thanks so much for listening. Until next time, bye. Bye. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.